I'm Jake. I'm John. Bullshit. Where? On the other side of the microphone. I'm Michelle. Shit, shit. So John couldn't make it here tonight. So uh, instead of uh, uh, you know skipping another week, I decided that we uh, record another episode and uh, have Michelle as a guest star, so she can not last be last resort over here. Yeah, Captain Last Resort. <laughs> uh, so she can uh, pretend to be interested in things she doesn't care about. Yay, cartoons! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, how are you doing, Michelle? Super. You know what's really hard about this? <laughs> Super. <laughs> It's hard because, like, uh, like I, I that's how I start the episode off usually is when I talk to John. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Because generally that's the first time we talk in a week. Uh, but, like, we live together, so I know how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? How you doing? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> Wink. Um, well, let's go ahead and I guess we start the news portion. Wait, am I supposed to ask you how you're doing? Well, yeah, I go ahead and ask you how I'm doing. Oh, I already did. How are you doing? Oh, stellar. Stellar. Love and life. All right. Uh, Marvel TV news. Uh, looks like Cloak and Dagger, uh, the free form. Fucking. You had to stop for a second. So I know. Can, it just, so it's, you can split it well. It's aggravating. EB, stop. He can come in here. I can hold No, him. he can't because he'll mark the thing. No, he won't. He'll just lay in my lap. Really? We'll see what he does. We'll give him another try. <clears throat> but if I'm in here, he's going to come one in here. All right. <clears throat> Marvel TV news. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, the freeform Marvel show. What? Yeah, they're uh, freeform. Oh, so this five episodes <laughs> i don't know there's a lot of shows on freeform that shouldn't still be around but they are freeform kind of shouldn't still be around no well well right now did. it's harry potter weekend yeah so it's okay FYI, if you've <laughs> never heard of harry potter weekend well they might not know that freeform has a harry potter weekend almost every weekend because abc family had a harry potter weekend every weekend for a while and then it changed it over to freeform so every weekend's harry potter weekend yes except for sunday it's sunday fun day they have like disney movies yay <laughs> uh so yeah they're doing a marvel tv show called cloak and dagger uh they announced the cast. Actually, last uh, last episode we talked about um, apparently Debbie Ryan. Ooh, I liked she, her. She was supposed to be playing the female lead of the show, uh, and then the kid and uh, I mean, you watched a little bit of the Heroes with me and John, right? Yeah. The kid, remember the kid that could talk to machines? He, he could no. like he like went to like an ATM machine. His mother, uh, what was her? Oh, she had like a split personality. And then his father was a criminal that couldn't that could walk through walls or something like that. How old do you remember? You don't remember that part? None of that sounds familiar. That was like a huge part of the eh, maybe the second season. You're you you watched most a lot of the first season with us at least, 
And then whenever I the guy, saw episodes, you saw certain ones. Anyways, uh, kid that played in there is that kid uh, was supposed to play the male lead. Uh, well, they announced that neither one of them are going to play anything in that show. Aww. Uh, Aubrey Joseph from a show called or a movie. I'm not sure. Called the Night of. That sounds like a movie. Uh, he will be playing Tyrone Johnson or Cloak. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Aubrey jo- Joseph is a boy? Yes. Boy mm. named Sue. I see. Oh, boy named Sue. That's right. Uh, Tyrone or uh, Cloak. Uh, uh, the character is uh, so, uh, a kid who wanted nothing more than to prove he was fearless. But when everything he held close was taken away, life taught Tyrone to be afraid. Now older and more sheltered, Tyrone closes himself off. Uh, but when he meets a girl named Tandy, his life changes forever. That is the character description they released with the, this news for face, Tyrone. Face. I know. Uh, and then Tandy, or uh, Dagger, will be played by a girl named Olivia Holt from a show called Kickin' It. Another Disney show, I guess. I don't know. Mm. They have, like, you know, shit ton, so we don't know. Um, she is a once-privileged little girl. Uh, who watched her family as her family was destroyed by a disastrous storm that uprooted her life. Now in her late teens, an unexpected encounter with a boy named Tyrone sparks a life-changing event. (gasps) Oh my god. You know what? He had a life-changing event too. Uh, so basically this is about the, this is their, this is literally their synopsis. Interracial romance, uh, between Tandy Bowen and Tyrone Johnson. Uh, two teenagers from very different backgrounds who find themselves burdened and awakened to newly acquired superpowers while falling in love. Uh, Tandy can emit light daggers and Tyrone has an ability to engulf others in darkness. They quickly learn uh, they are better together than apart, but their feelings for each other make their already complicated world even more challenging. It, I mean, it sounds boring, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's It sounds very by Especially the books. Especially it's going to be on Freeform. It's going to be like very teen drama y nonsense. Yeah. It might well, be dangerous. No. <laughs> we always make this as, uh, we, I, we, I don't know. <laughs> we, I guess we watch more freeform than, uh, than. <laughs> no, we watch a lot of freeform commercials. That's true. The freeform commercials. Uh, there's a show called Stitchers or I, some fucking nonsense. And it's, it's always the same commercial. <laughs> She's like, the girl's just like, it's too dangerous. I'll do it. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's so irritating. I hate it. Um, But uh, so, yeah, that's the free from Marvel show, Cloak and Dagger. And there's a Hulu Marvel show in the works called The Runaways. It's... um. Is the theme song going to be Bon Jovi? Living on a Prayer? No. Oh, yeah. Only you remember, like, the later Bon Jovi stuff. (laughs) Is there newer Bon Jovi stuff? Yes, but nobody listens to it because it's kind of bad. Yeah, well, yeah. Some of his his later stuff, like the past, the uh, Living on a Prayer, Wanted Dead or Alive era stuff is not super good. But passable. Uh, I'm not going to go through all these. Eh, I better go through all them, I guess. Um, it's a lot, but it's it, you have to understand how terrible it sounds. 
Uh, it's called The Runaways. Uh, basically about a bunch of kids who find out their parents are actually evil. So, like the Disney Channel movie, The Descendants. Holy fuck, yes. <laughs> Holy I, I shit. I didn't watch that either, though, but I know what it's about. Right, that's... <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't even... But wait, wait, wait. Do these kids go to a boarding school? No. Oh, I think that's that's what happens in the Descendants movie. They uh, run away. Oh, like the title. You like it. They said the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what John always says when I say that. They said the thing. They said the thing. Um, so wait, it's the Descendants meets Boxcar Kids. Or the Boxcar Children. Holy shit, yeah. I forgot about that book series. I didn't read any of it. I you didn't? <laughs> I read, like, all of them at one point. Oh. Holy fuck. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so, Marvel and Hulu announced the characters and the actors who will be playing them, as well as character descriptions. So, strap in. This is going to be a wordy ride. Uh, Renzi Felice uh, from Teen Wolf is Alex Wilder, a loud and proud nerd. Admittedly a bit of a loner, Alex spends much of his free time playing video games, but deep down, what he wants most is to reunite his chi- uh, his childhood group of friends. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this name. Lyrica Akano. Ly- Lyrica Akano. Akano. Yeah. Ooh. From a show called The Affair. She is <laughs> playing. Butcher this part. <laughs> yeah, playing Nico Manuru. A tough, intelligent, and independent girl who embodies teenage angst. That's a really this this is like copy and paste from their actual release of the statement. Um, a, a budding Wiccan, Nico's carefully crafted goth appearance isolates her from her peers and family. But maybe what she really needs is someone to talk to. Too bad you can't like see my face. This is the first time I'm hearing this, and it's like mm-hmm. this is why I wanted to read it because I read I I had initially recorded an episode mm-hmm. where it was just going to be just me talking, and then I was bored doing it, so I thought that wasn't a good idea. So I have Michelle with me. So and then I was like, I want to make sure to read this so I can watch as she hears how terrible these sound. Uh, Virginia Gardner from Goat is uh, Carolina Dean. She has. Uh, <laughs> A model perfect exterior with a lot going on behind a professionally whitened smile, but is burdened by the lofty expectations and responsibilities put upon her by her parents. Underneath her veneer of privilege and perfection, Carolina is expecting a newfound eagerness to explore her identity and pursue her own desires. Did they get like Judy Bloom to help write these things? Fuck, I don't know. These are terrible. Um, this is like straight from like a babysitter's club. This is really generic sounding nonsense to me. Uh, Ariella Bearer uh, from New Girl is Gert Yorks. That's the most original thing in this fucking Gertie. Gert Yorks. A purple haired, bespectacled contemporary riot girl. <laughs> that is how they fucking spell it. G R R R L. Girl. Girl. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Never passing up a moment to stand on a soapbox. Gert sometimes wields her persona as a brash social justice warrior to mask her true feelings. Fuck me. Greg Sulkin uh, from a show called Faking It as Chase Stein. 
is a lacrosse playing high school heartthrob. While many write him off as a dumb jock, Chase exhibits flashes of untapped brilliance in engineering, not unlike his wildly successful father. <sighs> and then Allegra Acosta from 100 Things to Do Before High School. She plays Molly Hernandez, the youngest and most innocent member of her friend group. Uh, she is known for her peppy positivity and a deep yearning to belong. By the way, I'm correcting the grammar as I'm reading it. Because I copy and pasted this from their release, and it is awful. Like, they keep missing words and just not writing complete sentences. Um, so, uh, yeah, that these sound awful. So, they sound bad. Question is, are you going to watch them? No. Well, not? Uh, yes, you are. Here's the thing. The plot sounds interesting enough. You might not keep watching it, but are you going to watch the first episode? I'll watch the first episode, see what it's like. Um... But oh my god, this character descriptions are terrible. <laughs> I just I can't get over how bad they the are. The Runaways sounds more like it would be on Freeform. Yeah, and Cloak and Dagger seems. Well, no, it's a love story, so that also more. seems like Freeform as well. So they should just I don't know, maybe just not make them. That'd be fine. Um, on to something a little bit more promising, uh, the Inhumans. Uh, it looks like Eliza Rotaru. Who played uh, Tiana Venediktov in Arrow in season four. She was the chick in the flashbacks uh, who accompanied Oliver on his little mission to find... uh, In the cave, Yeah, to find the totem. She's going to play, potentially play a role in uh, The Inhumans. She tweeted a... uh, Yeah, it's not known. She tweeted a a tweet about... um, Tweet, tweet. She's doing like... uh, IMAX camera tests for ABCs and humans, which I mean seems to lead to her actually having a role. Yeah, um, sounds like it. Uh, this show I'm, I'm a little more curious in because they're only going to do two, 10 episodes a season. When do do you have release dates on any of these? Like expected at all? Uh, no, actually, no. On, on Cloak and Dagger, nothing. Um, uh, what's the other one? Runaways, nothing. Uh, Inhumans is coming out in September. Uh, that, yeah, that was already re- that was released before they have any casting or anything. Hey they're, guys, come this September because we'll totally be done. But they're well, they're doing the first two episodes back to back in IMAX theaters because it's being shot in IMAX, and IMAX is funding the season. Help have uh, like go in halvesies with Marvel. Are they gonna play the first two seasons at all on TV? Yeah. Oh. The first but two episodes, you can also yeah. Watch them. Yeah, you can go to theaters to watch them, and then they're also going to play them a little bit later in uh, on TV on ABC. Um, so I mean that should be, I mean that seems okay. That's promising. It's got interesting characters at least, and I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Marvel's TV shows. TV show, I guess now because Agent Carter went off the air. I like the uh, Netflix ones, but those I mean those are barely part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, they don't seem like they're at all. I mean, they're they're in the same universe, but they're not in the same universe. They're cousins that don't talk. Pretty much, yeah. Um, they're almost better than the movies. But, uh, I don't know, because I don't like that they try to connect it to the to the Cinematic Universe. And almost, it, they kind of paint themselves in the corners where it's like, well, we have to mention that in Captain America Winter Soldier, S.H.I.E.L.D. crashed and burned and found a Hydra was running it the entire time. So now that's what this few episodes are going to be about. It's kind of silly. Yeah. Anyways. Um, 
in the cinema in the good part of the Marvel universe, the cinematic one, Doctor Strange, the wildly successful uh, uh, movie from November. Uh, Tony Todd, Candyman, and the voice of Zoom uh, from Flash season two. He was the voice of Zoom. Mm-hmm. He was originally cast as to play Dormammu in uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, he recorded the part, but they had already had uh, Benedict Cumberbatch record it to play the role. They wanted to do uh, Dormammu as like, um, uh, kind of like the What's bad that? side Who's of Doctor Dormammu. Dormammu. Huh? Who's Darm? Dormammu. Dormammu. He's a villain. Uh, he's like the villain for uh, Doctor Strange. But isn't. Is Ben to the Cumberbatch? He's Doctor Strange, but yes. he's also he's a like, got two characters. Yes, they wanted to make uh make him sort of uh like the um evil side of Doctor Strange. Jekyll and Hyde. Sort of. I mean, it's not so direct like that. It's just they want them to mirror each other, so they had him do the voice of it. But Tony Todd did record vocals for it. Just didn't. They, they didn't use it. To stick with. Them. It's unfortunate, but... Yeah. He's a, I like him a lot. On to DC TV. Why are you making faces? I'm reading what you're going to read. Oh. Supergirl. Michelle's favorite show. Uh, Terry Hatcher has been cast as the next prominent villain of the show this season. It says the season, but I'm thinking they're talking about her being a prominent villain. I'm assuming they're going to introduce her towards the end of the season, and then she'll be the prominent villain next season. Is what I'm thinking. Why? I mean, it's kind of hard to introduce a prominent villain of the season so late in the game. They're already in the second half of uh, the season right now. Uh... So I kind of see. I, I would imagine maybe they're going to introduce her towards the end of the season, and then she'll have a big part uh, next season. Gotcha. Um. It's kind of cool. They they keep bringing back people from like previous incarnations of Superman or any of the DC stuff back into the uh, universe. I know you don't give a shit, but uh, like Dean Kane, yeah, it plays her father, and I looked it up. Uh, her mom, or well, not her, not her, not her father, but no, wait, hold on, it wasn't her father. Her mother. No, no, no. Never mind. I don't think I remember the first episode that good anymore. Oh, I know. Okay, obviously, Dean Kane, who played Superman, Lois and Clark, Terry yeah. Hatcher, also. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think her mother also played in Smallville. I want to say no. no she Smallville. played in the original Supergirl movie. I can't remember if it was a movie or if it was a TV show. I think it was a movie. Uh, but she played that. Um, Maybe it was Smallville. Maybe. I looked it up. I can't remember anymore. In any case, obviously, it's so important we can remember it. <laughs> um, but it, it's cool they keep going back to that. Like in the like in the Flash, they brought back Mark Hamill as the trickster. Somewhat desperate though. Not really. Well, it's just a callback. Yeah. Mark Hamill got to play the literally the exact same character from the original Flash TV show. That's kind of a little different, but when you come back, as somebody else are like, "Hey, hey, look at me! <laughs> I can still do stuff. I'm relevant." It's actually more impressive that they got Mark Hamill to come back and reprise the role since he's... So busy re- recording video games and whatnot. 
and playing Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, whatever. Oh my god, <laughs> why am I married to you? Uh, also, m- way more importantly, huge get for Supergirl. Kevin Sorbo will debut later this season as a new villain. I know who Kevin Sorbo is. Do you? Yes, totes. Who is he? Oh, you know. The guy. So many things. So many things. Except for, I mean, you really only know him as Hercules. Not the Disney Hercules. The one The, the old on. TV show. Mm-hmm. He uh he played Hercules. It was there's a popular part of the show where uh <laughs> he wakes up from I can't remember what happens exactly. But instead of saying the line or making the facial expression as the script told him to do it, uh which was disappointed, he yells disappointed. He just disappointed. That's pretty he's just like disappointed. <laughs> Instead of he didn't he didn't convey disappointment he screamed it. <laughs> Quick, say something. <laughs> that's not saying something. That's clap doing something. Clapping, that girl. <laughs> it's and they kept it in the show too, which is odd. <laughs> it wasn't even like an outtake. There no, was like, that was like no, that no, was, man. Listen, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> this is the best we're gonna get from him. <laughs> so why is that a big deal? He sounds like a retard. Not, no, it's I was being a smart ass. Oh, okay, okay. Kevin Sorbo is a really not a good actor and kind of a shitty human. But uh <laughs> but it, yeah. Is he like Bruce Willis and he reads off cue cards? No, he can actually remember lines though. So He can remember everything. <laughs> everything even the descriptions. He can't process it, but he can remember it. He remembers the word at least. Um and then there's a new show coming up on uh, it was originally going to be on Fox called Black Lightning um well, I thought since, that said Black Lightning I thought it was like a CSI like, show you're like cool I guess I don't, why is that in the, why is that <laughs> on the CW for DC um but since Fox has like Gotham Lucifer uh an upcoming I guess a drama uh a space dramedy from Seth MacFarlane and then they have two X-Men shows coming on Fox. What? Yeah. Okay. So they're they're going to have this show on there, but then they said, well, it's going to be too crowded to have another superhero or comic book show on here. So let's you know boot it over to CW. It's now going to join the Arrowverse, which is the smart decision anyways, because they can piggyback off the fan base that's already there. And then you know they can have a little crossovers and shit like that and... It's a it's a better idea, especially for a character who kind of sounds super lame. Um, not sure exactly what his powers are. I assume it has something to do with lightning. Um, but uh, it follows uh, Jefferson Pierce, who is getting back into uh, the superhero game as his daughter becomes hellbent on justice and a star student being recruited by a local gang. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I. Don't know. I- Wait, justice or vengeance? Justice. Mm. I, I I don't I don't. That sentence, that sentence doesn't seem. It's in quotes, Michelle. It's gotta mean. It's gotta. It's gotta be accurate. Have you read with the character descriptions? Um. So wait, is it hacktivism? Is this this gang? Maybe. Well, it's not him. It's his daughter. So he, yeah, I know. He becomes a superhero to stop yeah, her. Yeah, but she's joining. Wait, she becomes. She wants to join a gang. Or they're recruiting. She's him. being recruited by but a local gang. She really wants justice. Yeah, and she's a star student. Let's not forget that. Hacktivism. Yeah, I she guess. join anonymous. 
Uh, but in the comics, Pierce has two daughters, Anissa and Jennifer, uh, who adopted the superhero identities of Thunder and Lightning, respectively. At this point, it's unclear if the daughter mentioned in the Black Lightning series synopsis is either uh, Anissa or Jennifer or a new character entirely. It sounds like a bipolar, Anissa and Jennifer. They could do that. Because only one person one wants justice yeah, one and want to go to a if wants gang? to be in a gang, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what that... That's a, not a good description. Where do you get your descriptions? Because these seem weird. The interweb. Yeah, you need to go to like their web show or the uh, websites for the it. Websites where the shows are actually on. Yeah, these are the statements released. Like they put like the little uh, the actual statement yeah. link on there. <laughs> so it's not not super good, man. Just Black Lightning's coming to CW. That's what that's the takeaway from this. And on to some more... On to some wait, wait, go back for a second. Okay, you know what's back. sad? What's sad? I'd rather watch a CW show than a Freeform show. <laughs> That's Did sad. you ever think, like, CW would be... And I know you don't like the CW shows. I know that. Um, but, like, did you ever think CW would be, like, almost like the network to watch? They've got... They've got uh, Flash is one of the highest rated shows. Yeah. Arrow is not one of the highest rated shows, but it's definitely one of the highest on CW, at least. But it's uh like it's a popular. She's gonna sneeze, guys. No, it's going away. Huh. Um. <laughs> I pushed it down. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, literally. Uh, but no. So I mean, CW is like the network almost. Like it's a really popular network, and uh, what Jane the Virgin has like. Is that still on? Yeah, it's got Golden Globes. What? Yeah. That seemed like the dumbest show alive. I know. I wanted to watch it. I was like, they won? Like, a legitimate, not like a MTV Teen Choice Award, <laughs> you know, that stupid nonsense. Like, it was like a real award. <laughs> That's what uh, Baby Dad was just bragging about yeah. people from like a Teen Choice Award. <laughs> it's like, cool. <laughs> Rad, man. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's crazy. Anyways, uh, sad news. Ben Affleck has dropped out as director of the Batman. Fuck. <laughs> so the DC Cinematic Universe has lost another director. I understand the reason he says makes sense. Yes. It, yeah. He said that the role uh, of Batman demands uh, focus, passion, and the very best performance that he can give. And that it has become clear to him. That he cannot do both jobs to the level uh, they both require. Um, that sounds... Yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair uh, point to make. But I worry that that's not the truth. Well, even if they're having trouble with the script and things are just kind of like falling apart at this point, then that would be accurate. That he would not be able to give the attention both of them need. That's true. Um, he might just want to say, hey, yeah. It's falling apart. I can't do this. Guys. I don't. I don't want to be directing this and it gonna fall way apart. Um, so, but there's worry that from most that uh, he could potentially uh, step down completely from the movie. That wouldn't be great. Now, if if he steps down from the movie, I'll I'll call it now. The universe will fall apart. It it cannot exist without no, Ben Affleck. Well, I don't know. Suicide Squad might carry it. God. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And I was being sarcastic. Don't think about that as an actuality. <laughs> it's okay, so Suicide Squad was supposed to be the movie that didn't revived suck. it. Huh? It didn't suck? 
Yeah, it was supposed to be the one that picked it back up. Like people were like, okay, now we can get behind the cinematic universe. And 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 while I enjoyed Suicide Squad, I thought it was a, you know really fun, entertaining movie with not really a plot. Um, it definitely was a huge letdown. Um, it's like they pieced together some stuff and they're like, yay, here we go. Here's a movie. They pieced, It's like they pieced together some really fun scenes. Yeah. And it just didn't make sense together. Um, so, yeah, if Ben Affleck steps down, I'm not saying Ben Affleck's holding it together, but if you lose your main actor who's already appeared in, it'll be three movies, Justice League, uh, Suicide Squad, and uh, Batman v Superman, if you lose that actor... Uh, as Batman, it's over. You can't. You can recast it, but it's gonna be bad. It's not gonna be good. That's. I don't know. I'm. I, I don't know. I'm really worried about it. Hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully it's just rumors. Um. But he is staying on board as producer, and he's going to help pick a new uh, director. Which again, that's a good thing because love him or hate him, hate him. Ben Affleck is really smart with films. Like he he he's real choosy about what he does, which is. I, I think one of the leading reasons he's backed out as director because he wants to take his time with it. And I don't think Fa- or Warner Brothers wants to. They want to crank out movies. Yeah. And so I think he's like, I'll start on it. You can pay me shit tons of money if you want to. He said, but I'm not going to direct it. And Is he, are him and Kevin Smith not friends? I think they're, I don't know if they're not friends. Just uh, Kevin Smith has said, you know, a lot recently. He said he knows them. They're, you know, he still, he still calls them, fr- them friends. Uh, he hasn't talked to him in like, he said like three years. Would Kevin Smith consider it? Directing it? Yeah. No. Too much. He'd rather watch it. Yeah. He's one of the, he would rather watch it. Now, there's a lot of people, including myself, who think he should direct The Flash movie. He, you know, did two really brilliant episodes of The Flash TV show. And he knows, the, he knows the character almost better than he knows Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. Um... I mean, honestly, if he were to if he were to choose to direct the the Batman, it'd be a good idea. You need, but you'll need somebody there to help help him with the action scenes because that's not his forte. He does not know. Get out of town. <laughs> but if he had somebody there to help him with that, like a co director, you know, something like that, yeah, it would. It would I think he would do it really well. Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Choreographer helps you dance. Well, same thing, basically. Yeah, I guess so, kind of. Yeah. Anyways, so he's gonna stay on to uh, less pirouette pirouettes pirouettes oh yeah i can't say that word right i think it's right i'm not french <laughs> uh but he's gonna choose a new director and they have some uh rumored uh directors who are on the short list uh matt reeves who is doing war for the planet of the apes which comes out this summer uh gavin o'connor who did the accountant and is doing the green hornet reboot yeah uh Dennis Villa Villanueva, Villanueva. I don't know fuck his name is. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and uh, he did Arrival this past year, last year rather. And Matt Ross, who his feature debut was last year, in a little independent movie called Captain Fantastic. Uh, honestly, Matt Reeves is a good is a solid choice. I think he uh, would make sense. Gavin O'Connor, he's gonna be working on the Green Hornet reboot. Uh, so I doubt he'll have time to do it. Of course, I guess if you're like, if you were a director and they were like, all right, you know, you have the Green Hornet reboot, and then someone comes over like, hey, would you would you rather do Batman? What would you do? Well, what? Mm, Green 
Hornet can't do good. It but could. Batman's do. kind of pushing it whether or not it's going to do good. Do right. Well I mean, you have to have a good director. I, I mean, like, it, it, there's more prestige in doing Batman. But then again, yeah. And, but then again, like, there's a lot more expectations. Yeah. Green Hornet has none. Like, he could crank out a brilliant film with Green Hornet. I mean, anything going to be better than the last one we had. But, I mean, chances are he's going to be working on that, so it's not going to be that him. Um, the other guy, uh, Dennis Villeneuve, uh, one, he's currently working on Blade Runner 2049, which just started production. And then right after that, he's going to be working on Dune, the old, uh, I think, 80s, 70s or 80s movie. He's going to reboot that. Uh, Matt Ross seems odd they would give an independent director who had his first film last year. Yeah, Batman. A Batman major movie, like a, a movie. major film. So I think that if this list is accurate, the most likely one's going to be Matt Reeves, which, fine. I'm okay with that, I guess. Um, it also looks like Chris Torrio, who uh, he helped uh, write Justice League, Argo, and unfortunately, Batman v Superman. Uh, he is... Uh, just finished rewriting the draft of the script written by Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns. So hopefully he didn't have a lot to do with Batman v Superman. So maybe he'll have a lot more good things to add to the script and polish it up a little bit. Cause like most people said, Affleck's not a script writer, which is not accurate really. Cause he did win an Oscar for it. Um, for what? Uh, Google hunting. Oh, he wrote that? Him yeah. and Matt Damon? Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. That? Yeah. I didn't know that they wrote it. Um, but uh, Jeff Johns is from the world of comic books. He's not really from uh, movies. So I guess it makes sense they need somebody to polish it up. So hopefully it doesn't suck balls. Why don't you read uh, this next next little bit there? Aquaman? Yes. Oh, this one guy, uh, you'd, you'd know him from the Get Down and Baywatch. <laughs> What's his name, though? Oh, you know. Some consonants. <laughs> a vowel. vowel. <laughs> a dash here and there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Abdul Mateen the second. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, no way I'm saying that right, has been cast as Black Manta. Uh, which is Aquaman's main villain. Um, which is his main, most popular villain. They have Ocean Master, who's going to be in there as well. He's going to be played by... Ocean Master's going to be played by Patrick Wilson, who is in The Conjuring. Uh, and Insidious. Insidious, that was it, yeah. Um, was he in Sharknado? No. Oh. I mean, he had a, some. He, I mean, he had a down, down part, a lull in his career, but not that low. That was Ian Ziering. He played in Beverly Hills Nine Two One Zero. Um, it also looks like Nicole Kidman is currently in talks to play Arthur Curry's mother. Who's Arthur Curry? Aquaman. Nicole Kidman can't birth that. <laughs> that beautiful hunk of a man. That's an accurate statement. Um, it would look really weird. Just Maybe like, adopted mother. She's just like, hi, mom. <laughs> she's like, oh, no, nothing. <laughs> I forget she's Australian, yeah. too. Like, I forget that sometimes. 
because he never plays an Australian. He always plays American. Um, it's like a, a, a Mel Gibson. Like, he's Australian. I forget that all the time. And it's like, he's like, been, what? but he doesn't really have an accent anymore, though. Because he lived here. For he's a lived time? here for a long time. Uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's she was originally going to play uh, Wonder Woman's mother in the Wonder Woman movie, but she backed out due to quote unquote scheduling conflicts. Can Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Nicole Kidman can't birth that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, she. Uh, I think it'd be cool to have her. She's a she's a good actress, really. Yeah, I'm just saying. Look yeah. wise, it's like uh, adopt. I would imagine they're they're wanting her to be the. I'm assuming adopted mother. Everybody's adopted in these things. Oh, I mean, yeah. This is Disney. She can't birth that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Tamura Morrison, uh, who played Django Fett in the prequel trilogy of Star Wars, well, and the Attack of the Clones. And well, that was actually it. He was only in Attack of the Clones, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he played Django Fett. Uh, he's in final negotiations to play his father. Um. Which again, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, he looks, he actually looks similar to uh, Jason Momoa, but the thing is, I'm pretty sure he's going to play his adoptive father, not his actual father. Um, That's actually it for our DC news. Not a whole lot on that front. And a little bit of Star Wars news. Uh, production has started on Han Solo. The Han Solo movie. There's a Han Solo movie? Yeah, about when, when he was a kid. I don't squint your eyes like that. You know it's going to make billions of dollars. Is this where they're going to get that one kid to play him? From Age of Adeline? No, he's not playing him. Um, but they have Woody Harrelson's going to be playing his mentor. Uh, Jurassic Park, there are some unused storyboards that were uh, uh, released uh, showing that the Grant and the kids running from the T-Rex at the end of the movie. This would have been the climax of the movie originally. Um, where they run from a T-Rex and jump into a helicopter and escape that way. Um, it's actually pretty good, but I think uh, the original ending was pretty good. Eh? I watched Jurassic Park and I liked it, but I can remember nothing about it. Really? About you, Aaron? Well, oh, remember... yeah, we're joined by Aaron now. Oh, yeah, Aaron's here now. Hey, yo. <laughs> I forgot to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I feel like I I should know how to be a personality, so I wanted to jump in and be like, okay, we're talking about Jurassic Park, but I'm like fresh out of the womb, you know? I wasn't even born yet, I don't think. The new Nin- one. No. Well, that's Jurassic no, World. This is, that's oh! Jurassic World. This is Jurassic Park, like 1992. I was, saying, like, I, was I, I remember the iconic, like, the water moving from the trailer. Right. And stuff like that. Um, so I remember the big stuff. But, but yeah, not like I the... remember even less about the... <laughs> Basically, the movie ends whenever the the Velociraptors are chasing them throughout the building, and then uh, the T Rex comes and eats them. Oh, it? it doesn't have an happy ending. No, well, I mean, no, not the not the not the oh, family. The T Rex eats the, the Velociraptors. Velociraptors or kills them somehow. So basically, the same thing that happened in Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Well, not really, because the I was gonna say I know it didn't end like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fucking brutal, right? <laughs> Spielberg's uh, dark opus, <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's the ending I can get behind. Um, but yeah, this this one seemed a little bit more action movie-like and didn't feel like Spielberg, but it was kind of cool to see an alternate ending to the movie. Not see it. It's just like drawings, but whatever. Yeah, it never got past storyboards, though. No, never got filmed or anything like that. Be interesting to see it, though. 
Uh, Splinter Cell, the popular game that hasn't had a new one in like the past five years, uh, is being made into a movie. And that's the last thing we ever really heard about it was like five years, five or eight years ago we heard it was being five made Five or a movie. eight years ago. <laughs> it's a range of time. Uh, it was being made into a movie and Tom Hardy was going to star as Sam Fisher, the main character. And that was pretty much it. Now they've uh, said that the movie will be less of a video game movie and more of a Tom Hardy action movie and be a hard PG-13. Especially with the failure of Assassin's Creed recently. I think it's probably smart to not call it a video game movie, even though everybody knows it's a video game movie. Um, PG-13, I'm sure there's people going to bitch about that, right? I mean, when aren't they? Anytime the movie's PG-13. People are going to bitch about it. I, I, but the game isn't really super ultra-violent. But they want it to be R? Yeah, everybody wants everything to be rated R, which doesn't make any sense at all. Well, little kids can't come see it. <laughs> but it's like um, like Deadpool obviously made sense to make it rated R. Uh, 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 but not everything has to be rated R. It's, this particularly, it's not super violent. They can probably put everything they have in the games in there because they don't curse a lot. Sam Fisher doesn't even talk a lot, so you didn't have to say fuck every other word. Um, so I think a hard PG-13 is a pretty solid goal for him to hit. And I mean, Tom Hardy pretty much in anything is going to work. And uh, if they just focus on the action and really play down that it's a video game movie, I think I'll do fine, I think, if they ever make it. Well, I don't have hardly any experience at all on the Splinter Cell games, but I remember playing Conviction with you like way back in the day, right when it first came out. Yeah. And that was a lot of sneaking around in the shadows, so I don't know if that represents all the games, but it didn't seem too much of like, if you were going to translate it to film, it wouldn't be an action movie. No, it would be a very stealth... I don't even know. I'm not sure how they would convey that to a... uh, The only one I can imagine is Conviction is the closest to an action game. Oh, really? Yeah. It was still a lot of sneaking around, That's but it was still like is. you're on the run. You're not really uh, you're on the run. And you do a lot more uh, violent, open things that you're doing um, than the rest of them. The rest of them are literally your goal is to stay in as much shadow as possible. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they uh, how they could bring that to a movie. And uh, were all the old games are they all rated M? Yes, I believe so. Okay, well then I guess. That kind of makes sense, the fan outrage for one the rated R. But even the rated M didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense because, again, not a whole lot of blood in the game even. So it's kind of – I guess you're – I mean you're murdering people. Yeah. So it's kind of – that's rough. <laughs> but – How long ago did the – how long ago did the game come out though? Um, It was one of the first games on the original Xbox. So things probably changed since then anyway. Yeah. I mean, probably if you were to put the... If you re-release it now, it might not be M. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably wouldn't be. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a good movie. I've been looking forward to that movie for years. And I don't think it'll ever happen. It's like the exactly. Gambit movie. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and say that or Bill and Ted 3. You know, yeah. These movies that have been worked on for years. For years. Yeah, but Alex Air Winters... Air there. Has like Alex Winters was saying he's been working on... <laughs> like, yeah, because you have nothing else to do with your yeah. life. Keanu's moved on. <laughs> yeah, ask Keanu about it. <laughs> So did George, uh, George Carlin. He moved on. Aww. <laughs> uh, Dune, the popular sci-fi movie from, I think, the 80s. Um, it's going to be remade uh, uh, and directed by Dennis. I'm not going to. This name's going to get fucked up. Villeneuve. Vill- Villeneuve. 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 Okay. Villeneuve. 
the guy who directed Arrival, he's going to be directing uh, Dune. I think that's a pretty solid choice. Well, see, that's, another reason why he, that's another reason why he can't do Batman. Yeah, he because uh, as we were talking about earlier before Aaron got here was uh, he's uh, on the short list supposedly to direct the Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did recently hear that uh, Affleck got pulled from directing. Yeah, he that. yeah he's he just dropped out of starring now. Yeah, so I think he was one of the short list of it. Uh, but Dune is, I think, going to take him right out of that running. Um, but that should be good, though. I mean, I never, I've never watched the original yeah, Dune. Th- that's another one. Never seen the movie, but definitely know of the legacy. Yeah, it's it's one. It's a pretty huge movie, and a lot of people talk about it all the time. And I feel bad that I have never watched it, but uh, I'll probably watch it here eventually. It's like Blade Runner. I've never watched Blade Runner, um, and I get a lot of like, what? whenever people hear that but uh i never really you know never got into it that much i don't like sci-fi a whole lot just because i like star wars doesn't mean i like sci-fi uh lego movie 2 who liked the first lego movie here duh i actually loved it too yeah it's a pretty solid movie went in with a very skeptical mind yeah still enjoyed it quite a bit i I didn't expect the whole the way they played it with Will Ferrell and his son. Like, yeah, that that's what made it work for me. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that with the Lego Batman movie or what they have planned. Yeah, I don't know just, what they're going to do. Does that, that come out uh, this month? Sometime, I think, um, in a couple weeks. Oh, cool. I'll definitely give it a try because of that, and I'll give the Lego Movie Two a try. But yeah, it's uh, originally because uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who uh, directed the first one. Uh, they moved on. They were originally supposed to do uh, something else. Oh, one of the uh, one of the DC movies. Uh, I think the Flash originally. They were supposed to direct that, uh, and then they were offered uh, by Disney to do Han Solo. So I mean, obviously they chose that one. Um, so they're not going to be able to direct Lego Movie Two, which now means uh, Trolls director uh, Mike Mitchell will be directing that movie. Uh, I haven't seen Trolls, so I, I can't. Not seen Trolls yet, have you? Uh, Troll, okay, the new movie, like no, the, no, no, the yeah, not trolls. like not, yeah, not like the. the uh, okay, I was gonna say, wow, the, this guy's moving up in life. <laughs> not the, <laughs> not the trolls, whole Troll Two, and now he's. <laughs> they're gonna be like, then they're going to eat me. Oh my god! <laughs> that movie, man. Uh, yeah, so he's gonna be uh, directing. That. I think it's a. I mean, it, Trolls got a lot of. Uh, uh, praise for glitter, huh? <laughs> glitter. <laughs> you got a lot of glitter too. Uh, I mean, of course, Justin Timberlake's super entertaining. So if you put him in anything, it's gonna work. So uh, before we move on from trolls, one thing I had to say was just whenever I saw the trailer for that movie come out, I I thought like whenever the the battleship movie came out, I was like, well, battleship's a timeless game. Rock'em Sock'em Robots is a timeless game when Real Steel came out. Like, trolls are very dated. Do kids still play with trolls? Is that... I actually... Uh, my niece has a troll. She has a, a, a bunch of the... I assume they're probably newer ones. They're movie, though. That's, yeah, I but she had, like, original things, ones. Or... Like, the original... The ones that look really super creepy. She had uh, a bunch of the older ones, too. But I, I don't think that's a basis of saying that's kids still play norm. with them. I think she probably got them from my sister. Yeah, and on top of that, are they popular? Yeah, he has this, no, I don't think so. Well, this one kid I know has <laughs> this one. one child. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it is a very dated thing. But, I mean, it did a bunch of money. Uh, and, again, Battleship didn't do shit. Real Seal did a lot, too. It did a lot of good – and it's a good movie, too. Um, but Trolls is uh, – uh, 
apparently a very good movie too. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it got nominated for an Oscar or not. Because they always run very thin on the uh, animated features and at the uh, Academy Awards, so they always just throw in whatever animated movies came out. So uh, you have Moana's get nominated, and I, I Trolls maybe, but wow, okay. In any sense, it's gonna be. Uh, I think that's a good choice. Oh, and I don't know how many people listen to this, but before, I, I also know <laughs> not <that> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there are other influences on Real Steel besides Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, yeah, I know that yeah, before yeah. you guys, but. Don't act like it's not a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. For the longest time, I wouldn't watch it because I was like, I was like, I'm not watching Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. That's fucking stupid. And then my mother, she kept going on and on about it. I was like, fine, I'll fucking watch it. So I watched it. I was like, oh my god, I love this movie. Yeah, like it's good. It's a solid film. There's an uh, there's an episode of the Twilight Zone called Steel where uh, they use the same concept, the future, and they use machines for boxing instead of and they bet on machines boxing instead of people oh really people are kind of obsolete when it comes to sports and that i don't universe. know that that's kind of cool want to check that out too um on to video games uh we don't need to talk about video games very much but we're uh john's been uh wanting to talk more about video games so uh guardians of the galaxy is getting a game uh from idos montreal uh people who do deus ex uh, they're in the early stages of creating the game, and uh, once they finish Tomb Raider, the next Tomb Raider game, uh, they're going to be all hands on deck to get this game created. And uh, recently, Square Enix announced that they're doing a series of Avengers games, so they're not sure if it's going to all be connected or not. Uh, although I think it'd be kind of cool if they do uh, like a connected universe in the video games. It'd be kind of interesting to see how they would do that. Definitely, that'd be. <laughs> I was like, well, they. Can't. I was like, they can't hear me nod. I'm over here nodding. So I was like, oh, I better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, I agree. <laughs> Violently nod. <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, Warner Brothers sent out a uh, Warner Brothers game sent out a quote unquote save the date for March 8th. A major announcement. Most people are assuming this is going to be the uh, next Batman game. Um, Wouldn't it be funny if they came out March 8th and they're like, so. Tune in on this date, and we'll let you know. <laughs> and they just go on for like a year doing that. That'd be awesome. Uh, but uh, there was rumors of doing another Batman game uh, earlier this, or at the end of last year, and it was going to focus on Damian Wayne as Batman instead. Uh, so most people are thinking that this is it, because whenever they released a quote-unquote save the date uh, for Batman Arkham Origins, uh, similar font and similar design, so people are assuming that's what this is going to be too. Um, I, I hope so. I I just want another Batman game in my life. As a person who doesn't know things, so who's Damian Wayne? Bruce Wayne's son. Ooh, Catwoman. No, with uh, uh, Talia Al Ghul. That, that's what I, I thought it was Talia, but I wasn't one hundred. He was raised uh raised and trained by Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know who Talia is. I know. I, I'm saying who da- Damian Wayne. He was trained, and then uh, Talia took him to Bruce to protect him because uh Ra's wanted to make him the next he- uh, head of the demon. Uh, or Demon's Head, I guess, is what it's called. Uh, so he took him there, and then Damien kind of had trouble not killing people. And... <laughs> and Must was, resist. <laughs> he was super violent, so Batman finally got him trained. But there's an alternate uh, comic book for in the future for uh, Damien Wayne where he, uh, he loses everybody, and then he becomes Batman. He gains superpower somehow, and uh, he kills his his villains. And he has a cat named Alfred. <laughs> um, I thought that was important to add in because I thought that was adorable. 
<laughs> this this killer has a kitty cat named Alfred. <laughs> now, was W uh, WB Games were they uh, a part of all the Arkham series of games? Yeah, they had a they had a hand in it, but uh, WB Games, I think it was Montreal. Uh, were the ones that made Arkham Origins, which I think is what this okay. one's coming from. That's that's kind of what I thought was yeah. that. Um, I think Rocksteady's done with it. That's what I heard was that there weren't going to be any more Batman games, but I think I just heard there wasn't going to be another Arkham game. Yeah, and that's what the, this article was saying that there was going to be the next Arkham game. I'm like, I don't think besides it's gonna be... Arkham VR, but I mean that does money really quick. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say real quick. That's what Arkham Origins was, was just a money grab. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's actually that's kind of the end of our news. Um, so we're gonna do uh <laughs> usually at the end That's of the episode heavy. we uh uh me and john uh cast uh different characters uh but we're gonna wait until uh, next week whenever john can join us uh to cast batman beyond uh because uh my co-host he's getting the thumbs down side yeah thumbs uh, down from this side of the table my, my co-hosts do not want to do it so uh we will definitely wait till john's here to i mean we could I, we could talk about it but i don't think it'd come down to he turned you in my idea, so I'm better. saying no. Yeah, Michelle said she wanted uh, Ron Perlman to play old Batman, old Bruce. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you watch the cartoon, he's got that jaw. There's he nobody does. else That's with that it. jaw. But he doesn't have a monkey mouth. Like, <laughs> as no, I mean, no, no shame. I love, I love Ron Perlman. He's awesome as Beast in, uh, in that Terry soap opera. Terry didn't turn out either. Yeah, who'd you say for Terry? What's his face? He's a Flash. Oh yeah, Ezra Miller. She's like, I was like, you can't use Ezra Miller. He's a Flash. It's, you can't do that. I would just for the record, I'd pick Logan Lerman as Terry. Well, you save it for next week. I will. I'll save those, but Logan Lerman definitely for Terry. Um, that's actually it. Um, well, I guess. Uh, what have you been watching? Both of you guys. <laughs> Lately, like lately, oh, what's uh, really been kind of? What, I thought you wanted us to to uh, play you out, like say the name of the show, and we're like, "That's your job." What have you been? I guess you'd say listening. I'm not used to podcasts, but have you been watching any shows or movies? Lately. Yes, I just watched the new series of Unfortunate Events with Neil Patrick Harris Ooh, on Netflix. How is that? Uh, I, mm, I, I love, I loved it. I wanted to say I liked it. I'll go as far to say I loved it, but. Neil Patrick Harris, like, you can't, you can't, it's just like he's pl- trying to play Jim Carrey's Count Olaf. That's what it looked like and in the trailers can't. to me. Like, that movie, that movie wasn't really super good, but Jim Carrey was great as mm-hmm. that, in that role. And it looked like in the trailers exactly what Neil Patrick Harris was doing. And plus, you could see Neil Patrick Harris as that, like, that's, you could see him. He didn't disappear in the role or, like, Jim Carrey, you couldn't really tell it was him. Um, but I didn't get a chance to watch. I do want to watch it though. It looks it looks interesting to me. The kids are amazing, all of them. Uh, the baby is weird. They use a lot of CGI with the baby, and so half the time you're like, "Is that a mannequin? Is that a full?" Does it, is it good CG? Or, yeah, yeah. That's you're always like, "Is that a mannequin or is it full CG? Is that a baby?" Sometimes you're kind of you don't really know. There's a lot of stunts, so you see babies flying around. You don't know if it's CG or a, or a real or a baby. doll or something. <laughs> yeah, a real baby. He's like, fuck this baby. Throw him. Neil Patrick Harris is so gay. He doesn't. He's, he's anti-life. He's anti-life. <laughs> <laughs> throw uh, the baby. Throw the baby. Fuck him. Uh, what about you, Michelle? Anything you've been watching lately? Um, I watch, It's not relevant to anything, but I watched the reboot of... One day at a time. It's like the Spanish that they're from Cuba, Cuba, Cuba. So it's the Cuban one day at a time. What did you think of it? One 
bad, trying too hard, but you know, it's... that's what's harder with uh, Netflix series and Hulu series. When you have regular networks, it's, you know, an episode every week, so they can kind of get ideas as they go. This one they have to drop everything. Where they need to be. Instead, it's just like, here you go. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Which wasn't bad. Right. Uh, when I watched it with you, I watched a little bits of it with you. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I could watch it, and it, it, I mean, parts of it were funny. I didn't know a lot of the words they said. Yeah, they. I mean, they do speak a lot of uh, like Spanglish, pretty much. And it's. I mean, it's both somewhat entertaining. It's, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say worth a watch, but um, it's not really my uh, my style. And we did just watch Finding Dory, finally. Yes, we did, actually. We watched Finding Dory. Oh, you guys have been sleeping on that? I yeah. saw that when I was in theaters. We went to the drive-in and everything. Seriously? Yeah, it was a cute little date night. It's a cute little movie. <laughs> I wanted to go a long time ago. We just never did. Yeah, now we never. On Netflix. Yeah, now it's on Netflix. Yeah. I commend Netflix. They're really they're doing what they can to get everything there as quick as possible. Absolutely. that's They're a solid service. Um. Yeah, I mean, finally, I, I watched Finding Dory uh, with you. I love that movie. I thought it was, I thought it was really quite cute. I was worried about how it was going to carry up, but Yo, yeah, yeah, especially because I used to hate Finding Nemo. You didn't even need Nemo. to see the other one, oh, really. On. I mean, you do, I did. But... Um, uh, Jackson, my nephew, he uh, he used to watch that like religiously. Like it was literally like three, four times a day, he'd watch that movie, and I couldn't, uh, uh, I couldn't stand the movie. I thought it was uh, ridiculously stupid. And then finally, it was like years later, I f- sat down and watched I'm like, oh, this is kind of a cute movie. I really like this. Yeah. And so I was looking forward to Finding Dory. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a really good uh, well, sequel. Dory was cute. Yeah, Baby Dory was adorable. <laughs> um, but it was a good story. I liked Hank, the septopus. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Ed O'Neill was awesome in that. <laughs> he was so good. Well, let's not forget the breakout star, Gerald, the uh, seal, maybe? <laughs> the. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah the sea lion seal thing. The, the Gerald, I, 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 have you lost your marbles? He, he might, he might, he might have had something wrong with his brain, um, but uh, he was easily by one of the most entertaining characters. We got a fish, a big silly fish, and we named him Gerald after him. So I also like the uh, I don't know what kind of bird that was, the duck or whatever it was. Becky. Becky, yeah, Becky. That was funny. Look, they had like two almost like special needs animals in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so funny. It was so adorable. And they're the ones that helped them the most. Yeah, they were like well, the most. For Frank, Hank. Uh, yeah, Hank was Hank was awesome. I, I thought he was probably my favorite out of the movie, but um, I can't think. Of, I mean, I've really I, I've been really just watching a lot of uh, like Tosh Point and really, uh, yeah, because. I don't like to I like I watch like watching new shows, but um generally whenever I get home from work I don't feel like watching anything new. I just wanna watch just shit I know. Um but like uh, I think the newest thing I watch I start watching Black Mirror. Uh, I've heard lots of good things about it's, Black Mirror. It's uh about three three or four episodes into it. It's really cool. A uh, really wonderful show. So uh yeah. Um you guys have any recommendations for them to watch or to listen to or to read or to whatever's Check out Darknet on Netflix if you're a, a fan of Black Mirror. Um, they're not alike very much, <laughs> except for the fact that it's very short it's like seasons. Opposite. They're very short seasons, and uh, it's not—it's episodic, but they don't. What's it about? Exactly. Um, 
<laughs> different. It's a different story in every episode. Oh, it's like an anthology right. series. Right, and they, they connect very loosely, and there's, you know, three, four episodes to a season. Oh, cool. is it British? Uh, I'm not sure. And it has been a while since I've seen it. You just said Black Mirror. I thought Dark Knight. Right. I've heard of Dark Knight. And there was a long silence. So. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at my recommendation, why don't you? My recommendation is um, Golden Girls is actually going to be on Hulu here in a couple days. Seriously? So, yeah. So if you're, you know, it's going to be there if you want it. If you're in need of a friend to travel down the road and back again. <laughs> Yeah, Michelle was just telling me earlier, she was trying to think of the Golden Girls theme. <laughs> and she couldn't think of it for the live version, so she started singing the, the no, punky... No, I thought of the first, it was, uh... Oh, I lost it now. How does it start? Thank you for thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again, standing there every time I turn around. She started like, singing the, the punky Brewster <laughs> theme. Like, <laughs> she remixed that shit. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see, what would I write? Uh, Black Mirror. Uh, you know what? No, fuck it. Finding Dory. Watch Finding Dory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's unanimous. Find, finding Dory. Finding Dory. Yeah, it's a, it's a really wonderful Pixar film. I mean, I, I don't even want to qualify it as a Pixar. I mean, it doesn't need a qualifier like that. It's a good film. It's a good movie. Um, let me ask you guys real quick before we close close out the show. Do you guys think there's a difference between a film and a movie? Can you can you tell yeah. the difference? A film is kind of a little bit more quality. A movie is something that they put out there to make money. That's see, that's the way I look at it too. Because like I I, I, I got and some of them like walk the fine line. Yeah. Where you know they're doing decently, but it's not like they're out there to win an Oscar. Right. I uh because I, I uh got picked on or teased at work uh the past couple of days because I said that La La Land was a wonderful film. And I'm like, it's a movie. Why do you call it a film? Why did you say wonderful? Because like, it was wonderful and it was a film. And I tried to explain the difference, but I couldn't really quite explain. You do have homosexual tendencies, though. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's not. That's what they said, too, with that. <laughs> Maybe there's something to this. <laughs> but I said there's a difference. Like, The Expendables, that's a movie. Yeah. La La Land is a film. Like, there's a, there's a very, there's a clear difference. A little difference. bit more artistic. Yeah, no. that's probably a better word for it. Um, but yeah, so I, de- I definitely feel like that's a personal definition. Um, I, I see what you're saying via that example. The uh, movie seems like a more maybe a cash grab or a blockbuster summer thing, mm-hmm. you know, big names, big stars. And a film is done from the heart. I can get that uh, the connotation from it. But I mean, that was a big word. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be careful around Michelle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, film film came first, and movie was just kind of a nickname for films. And, right. You know, and stuff like that. But when you say film, it sounds so much more serious. Like, this is a film by, not... Not a movie by. The film's more true to its heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of... I was just curious if you guys... But I guess technically nothing's a film anymore. True Since that. everything's... Didge. Yeah. That's true. It's not shot on film really anymore. I think uh, something recently was though, wasn't it? If I think anything Christopher Nolan does is usually shot in film, except for uh, he did IMAX for Dark Knight Rises, but he was like for a while he was true to film. Like he wanted to shoot everything on film, and he was only forced into IMAX because Warner Brothers wanted him to shoot in IMAX. I know uh, Zombie did um, The Devil's Rejects on. I'm not even going to say, uh, I think it was 16 millimeter, like, uh, 
really, yeah, it, sixteen millimeter sounds about right. Um, it looked about right too. I know it was a quality downgrade from House of a Thousand Corpses to give that just stylistically right. Yeah, to give that true style, so, which it worked. You can maybe say that's a film. You could um, anything <laughs> with that's passion before the money. Yeah, uh, uh, substance over style. Mm-hmm. You know, which I mean, technically that was a stylistic choice, but still, it, he wanted it was going to be true to the source. Um, yeah, I was just kind of curious about that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, gonna do it for this episode. Uh, if you guys want to email us, ask us any questions, or uh, give us any recommendations of things to talk about, you can uh, find uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash real what were we talking about. Uh, you can also find uh, me on Twitter at Tweety McTweet11 or, <laughs> or John at JD713. And you can also email us at real what were we talking about at gmail.com. Uh, so until next time, I'm Jake. Am I John or Michelle? You're still Michelle. Okay, I'm Michelle. And this is your boy, Aaron. <laughs> What were we talking about? Ah. Uh...